Hey guys, welcome back to Not Our Business. Today we have a very exciting episode planned. We invited the beautiful Adele Marie to come in and chat to us all things social media and mental health. It was a really exciting chat, so stay tuned to find out what we spoke about. We are here with the lovely Adele Marie. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How thank are you for having me. No, thank you Thanks for, for coming. coming. I'm good. How are you guys? Amazing. Yeah. Feeling good. We're feeling good. Our first proper excited. guest. Yes. I know. Apart I feel from honored. Ben and Lizzie. You should feel yeah. honoured. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ben and Lizzie don't care. Yeah, no. <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, <laughs> no, you're our first real guest. Yes. We're very excited to have yes. you here. Yes. Um, so I guess... Just for general sake and in case people don't know um, much about you, which they should if they are Elite 11 fans, yeah. <laughs> they should. Um, tell us a bit about yourself, what you're doing at the moment. Yeah, okay. Well, I haven't done like an intro like this for a little while. Uh, my name's Adele. I am 30 years old, live in Melbourne. I call myself a content creator. Yes. People might call me an influencer. <laughs> I tend to panic when people call me that, but... I have a YouTube channel. I have my own podcast. I do TikTok, Instagram. What else? Yeah, that's, that's the what I else? think you've got the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would say I'm a lifestyle creator. Yeah. Kind of have like that element of like active lifestyle, family, my dog, food. Yeah. Kind of cover everything. Yeah. There's an element of obviously like mental health as well behind that, especially with my own podcast. And yeah, I just love oversharing I'm an oversharer so I feel that. like I'm what's your star sign I'm an Aries okay yeah 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 that makes sense <laughs> we're oversharers as well it's yeah, fine we sometimes are. we need to hold back with what we say now in yeah. our episodes because yeah some of the episodes we just go fine. a bit rogue lots of editing no nah, it's it's good um so I kind of want to go back a little bit to when we discovered you <laughs> Um, we mentioned in a previous episode that um, we're quite selective with the people that we choose to work with because we're just looking for people that sort of align with our values and, you know, people that, yeah, we want to work with just as you would, I would assume, choose yeah. with your brands. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so P and I love TikTok. We're always on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> we discovered your TikTok and there were two things we fell in love with. First of all, Franklin. Yes, my little baby. <laughs> love Franklin. I think like that's where our love for sausage dogs started. I think so. Started <laughs> yeah. Because we love sausage dogs now and I think it's because of little Franklin. That makes me so Little happy. angel. That yeah. makes me so happy. I'm obsessed with him. So you guys, I love <laughs> that you love him so as much cute. as I do. He's so <laughs> He's cute. He's a good boy. Um, and also just um, – just we just enjoyed watching your content and you had such a hold on us you like, were really good at influencing <laughs> us like you influenced us hard <laughs> when <laughs> I say every time you would suggest something me and Vanessa would send yeah. it to each other and we'd we'd have it in the office the next day particularly the coffee sachet yes the Nescafe you got they, us onto they them they are legitimate guys. they are good I'm glad I got you onto them we're I'm still welcome. on them yes yes <laughs> we've the joined best. the club and if you haven't you should get onto you it you should they're just the best but um so yeah that's how we kind of discovered you and then we loved you and then we realized okay if if you're having this influence on us what can she do for like our customers and that's sort of the story of how we yeah came to you and and sort of discovered you. We had to tell put that in because yeah we yeah. were kind of fangirls before. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Can I just say I yeah. vividly remember because you guys sent me a like PR box and yeah. in it you had put the coffees <laughs> and I remember when I got that PR box like I was going through like a very rough month as well and then yeah. I saw the coffees I was like wow they really know me <laughs> and the note was beautiful <laughs> and obviously the activewear was amazing as well. Great, great. But I was like wow like this is just so like touching and I was like 
I love them already. So Aww. the feeling was mutual. Bless. Good, good, yeah. glad. Good, 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 <laughs> glad. Um, so anyway, we've kind of loved watching you grow um, because we was watching you very early on and you've just kind of blown up in the last few years and it's really incredible to watch. Like you've done an incredible job and you're amazing. continuing to grow and do amazing things and like I think you are going to do very amazing things. Thank but you. Um, <laughs> kind of tell us through, I know you obviously talk on your socials, but just in case people don't know, like what were you doing prior to social media and what kind of made you get into social media? Yeah, so I had a very different job to mm. what I'm doing now. I worked in the corporate space. I yep. worked for an energy company and I was in kind of like energy and construction for most of my 20s. Yeah, And I studied business and marketing at uni yep. and I really loved my job as well. That was like serving a purpose for that part of my 20s. And then I went through a really bad breakup and I posted a video of me on TikTok <laughs> <laughs> crying <laughs> and it kind of blew up and I, I didn't think to myself, oh, I'm going to post like crying videos, like this is going to be what I'm doing. But yeah. what had started to happen was I was just sharing my breakup journey online and I think people resonated with that if they had also recently gone through a breakup. TikTok, the algorithm works like it's magic, right? <laughs> yeah. So I had started to post these videos and it was just like a video a day of what I was doing. I was crying in some of them. I was like trying to remember to like drink my water, make my bed. I was down bad. <laughs> you were going through it. I was going through, going it. through all the motions. I was. I was. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. And so I had just kind of like grown this community of other people that had also been broken up with or like were down bad. And it was just amazing in the sense that I felt supported and a lot of people would say oh you did so much for me during that time I was like no you did so much for me like it went both ways yeah but I feel like it was just that vulnerability yeah I feel like I showed something that maybe people don't show because usually it's like well just get over your breakup yeah. don't cry about it yeah but That's... I was like no I'm sad yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be sad let me cry <laughs> yeah that was super like brave of you to do because not many people yeah. do show that just that raw emotion. Yeah, a lot of people like show obviously the highlights a highlight reel and people want to show yeah. the good things in their lives. So Absolutely. I think doing something like that, of course, a lot of people could resonate because not a lot of people do show that sort of side of yeah. life, and I was I just guess. so down that I didn't even care what people thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm already here now. <laughs> I'm at rock bottom. We can't go any lower. No. <laughs> oh, oh, that's my God. crazy. No, yeah. it's amazing. I think you've built a really like amazing community mm. just by doing that because people can really resonate with you. Yeah. That's really important. And so what at what point did you kind of go, okay, because you were working your full-time job and mm -hmm. doing social media on the side and you're yeah. trying to balance both. At what point did you say, okay, I think I need to make a decision now and I'm going to pursue social media? Okay. So <laughs> I had been thinking about it. I quit my job in September of, well, last year, 2022. Mm -hmm. And so it hasn't even been a year yet. Oh my but God. I was thinking about it. I know. It feels like long it time. I know. What? It's crazy. I was thinking about it probably from like June. It took me until what, August to quit. So at like that June point, I was like, oh, like I am making a little bit of money from social media and also had like a quite a well-paying job as well. So I was like, oh, yeah. I don't really need to make money from social media because I've got this job. But then I started to also feel like a lot of fulfillment from mm. social media and I had been talking about launching my own podcast, but I just physically could not do it because what was happening is I'd work like nine to five and my job was more like eight to seven and sometimes on a Saturday. And then after work I would edit and I was doing like two YouTube videos a week and I post like three to five TikToks a day. So 
there was a lot oh happening there. And then I feel stressed. I know. Very I was stressed. I was stressed. Yeah. And at that point, my old boss at the time had offered me a promotion and a pay rise. And maybe Adele three years ago would have been like, oh my God, this is everything that I want. This is what I have been working towards. But when he offered it to me, I was like, I don't want it. <laughs> and immediately I was like, oh, I can't take this because I just knew energetically mm. like it was going to take more energy away from me. And so I had a conversation with him and I said, look, I don't want to accept this. And he's like, well, why? And I was like, oh, I've got, you know, other commitments outside of work and I'm just happy doing my current job. And I think he was maybe a little bit concerned that I wasn't willing to like give more to the company and fair enough. But I just said, I just want to keep it like as it is. And he was like, okay. And I think maybe in his mind, he thought she's probably going to resign soon. Yeah. And then. Did he know that you were doing, you had your social media? Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. No, yeah. He did. He didn't have TikTok, but yeah. I would be out with him at like a meeting and people would come up to me and say hello <laughs> and say, I love you. And it's so sweet. Oh, I love your TikTok. Sweet. And the first time it happened, he was like, what just happened? <laughs> oh. he's, he's like, you have to explain that to me. And I was like, oh, I, I make videos oh. on the internet oh and God. I have people that come and say hello and they're so lovely and I love meeting oh. them. But he was just like, okay, maybe I need to download it and see yeah. what she's doing on there. But what had happened was I had finally recorded like the first episode of my podcast and then I put it out and within like a couple of days it went to number one on Spotify. Wow. Amazing. That is so good. I I just knew in that moment that I was like, I can do this. Like I can really, I can take this leap of faith. And I thought to myself, you know what, Adele, if it goes badly, if you fail at this, you have a degree, Mm -hmm. you work, work, I'm a good worker. Like I feel like I could get (laughs) a job doing anything right. And... (laughs) There are so many other like pathways that I could go down and I feel like maybe being my age as well, I felt confident enough to like back myself and I just thought the people want more content from me. I can't make that content stretching myself the way it is and so I had to take that leap and I haven't looked back since. It was the best decision I ever made. I was going to say you don't don't have any regrets. (laughs) You've done the right thing. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. I mean it's different obviously when you work for yourself versus Mm. like working for somebody and I think there's elements that, like, I still struggle with and I'm, like, getting used to. But I'm just giving myself grace and knowing that maybe in time I'll get better at certain things. Things like work-life balance and kind of really having that separation. But it's hard with what I do because I'm yeah. not say, How is that? Because we kind <laughs> yeah. of briefly speak about it with us. Not that We go um, through the same, yeah. the same kind of challenges, yes. like work-life balance. Um, it can be hard at times, can't it? Absolutely. It's probably the main thing I struggle with. Because you, you, like, this is your job. Yeah. You're never switching off. You're always thinking about it. 100%. And it's like, even if I don't physically have anything to do, I'm thinking, do I have to reply to comments? Do I have to moderate the oh, Facebook oh my group? God. Am I checking like comments on brain. my YouTube, on TikTok, <laughs> on Instagram? Should I check my DMs? Or wait, I've got to plan like next week's podcast episode. Or what am I doing on YouTube? So my brain just mm. really struggles to like switch off. And so... I'm going to try and create some more like rest and downtime, but yeah. I'm not the poster girl for work-life balance. So <laughs> yeah. I can't give you any more tips. It's okay. We can, <laughs> yeah. we can relate. We can relate. <laughs> um, with, yeah, it's so hard. You've got so many different platforms to sort of monitor as well. Yeah. How do you even try and balance that? Like I know you've got s- some help with your editing and whatnot, yeah. but how are you ba- managing all of those platforms? Yeah, so... <laughs> Some secrets. Well, not even secrets. (laughs) I have like comments filtered as well on TikTok and Instagram. I rarely will get 
hate comments or nasty comments on any other platform aside from TikTok. Mm. Love TikTok, yeah. but that's probably the worst one for it. And so I filter the usual, yeah. <laughs> the usual ones. Yeah. Uh, and then I just kind of dedicate time. So I know that like on Monday at X time, I reply to all my YouTube comments or after I post a TikTok, I'll go back like a couple of hours later, reply to all the comments because I feel like that engagement is so important and I love interacting with my community. And so people will be like, oh, my God, you replied. I'm like, yeah, I try. Like I really try my best. Yeah. But sometimes there's so many that you physically can't oh. reply to everyone. Yeah. But, yeah, it's more like the negative ones. And I'm like, oh, I don't want that in my space. Like I really yeah. want to keep yeah, that it's tidy. It's just better not to say it at all. It's not yeah. necessary. It's not nice. Yeah, People can be so mean. For yeah. no reason. Especially TikTok. And I don't know what it is about yeah. TikTok, but there, there's a if lot. If your TikTok reaches the wrong side of TikTok. Yeah. It's scary. Oh, it is scary. Have you had that happen? Yeah. Oh, I've had it happen twice. Really? Yeah. How do you sort of deal with that? And, you know, oh, I'm like, does it bother you at all? Or Yeah, I would say, I would, I would say as a human, of course it would. Yeah. Like, but I have to just remind myself that. My closest friends and family know mm. who I am. If I was being a real asshole in real life, they would pull me up on it and yeah. be like, Adele, pull it together. Yeah. But I think to myself, like, these people don't – like, the people generally who are leaving mean comments that have just, like, seen your video at, like, a they split have, second, yeah. they don't they know who no, you are. They don't know you at all. No. And yeah. I think it says more about them. Absolutely. You know, like, hurt people, hurt people. And so I just try to remain neutral to it. But if I'm, like, having a bad day, of course it – can take a toll and I think yeah. if you get more at once that can obviously take a toll as well because you become yeah. a bit more sensitive to it yeah but yeah I just try to and stay neutral so if it's like really bad try not to let it get to me even if it's really good I try not to let it get to me because I want to stay grounded yeah just yeah, like absolutely yeah Amazing. it's so hard it that, is that's hard. probably the biggest challenge in working in social media like obviously we've found it as well yeah. as a brand you know sometimes you'll get those hate comments and whatnot and it's we take it personally because... Yeah, I think the most frustrating part is like if someone's commenting something mean about your character yes. and you know that you're just not like that, yes. but what can you really do or say? Like you don't want to feed into what they're mm. saying, but I think that's just it's just really frustrating because you know that's not you, but they put it out there and then you get that anxiety that people are going to read that Think and like that. believe it and... Oh, yeah, it's, it's it a vicious scary. cycle. It is a vicious it cycle. It is, and it's one of the downsides mm. to it. And then I always think, well, there's still so many positives as well. Yeah. And, like, that will always outweigh oh, the bad. Oh, 100%. Like, Definitely. And so, yeah, I just try and just think, oh, it's on yeah. them and not for me to lose sleep over. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I think that's important. Um, the other thing that, like, we've seen with you especially and, like, a value that we – really hold on to at Elite 11 is just creating a community and you've really created a community that's behind you. You've got your Facebook group for your podcast. Like you've got a really good community. Have the you best. Do. I love them. They <laughs> we, we love them too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like tell us a bit about like how did you sort of create this community or yeah, tell us about sort of how that came about. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. I don't know, I've always been quite grateful yep. to them and I feel like I always say to them, I wouldn't have what I have, I wouldn't have this job, I wouldn't have this opportunity, like I wouldn't have the things that I have if it wasn't for them and I say whether it's like my podcast or my YouTube or whatever channel I'm on, like it is like community built. A lot of the content that I produce is what they want. I mm. ask them to vote for the topics. I ask them to have input in things or to pick a poll or things like that and 
I don't know, maybe maybe the fact that I give them that say and I give them that platform and I think even in the Facebook group, it's so nice. I was really scared to have a Facebook group. I remember I've, that. Yeah. 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 I've been in other podcast Facebook groups and I've seen how sometimes they don't they don't stay, you know, healthy, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. And I was really stressed because I thought how on earth can I keep this literally like a safe space for these people but yep. – I realized once I started, I was like, wait, I actually have the best people in my community yeah. and they're really going to be like so kind and sweet to each other and there's no negativity in there. It's the sweetest place and they just like support each other and support me and like get around each other and it's so nice and I think for me it's like, well, that community has helped me so much. Like they can help each other too mm. and it's just so magical to see. Yeah. It makes me happy. It's <laughs> oh, so, nice. so nice. And I think going back to what you said before about how – you sit down and you take the time to reply to your audience, like that sort of level of engagement. Yeah. People really respect that. They do. And, and, and it's really, yeah, you create these authentic relationships between you and the person yeah. that's watching you. So that's really important and I think you do that really well. Thank um, you. I try. Yeah. You do. You <laughs> do try. an amazing and job. It's, and it's amazing like the other way in return. Like I have some people in my community who are really active and will be like on every platform. I remember their names. Like I can, I know their oh, usernames. Wow. <laughs> One of one of um, the girls in my community recently got married and she changed her last name. And I was like, oh, my God, you changed your last name? Because she had posted that she was getting married and she's like, you remembered? I was like, yeah, I do. Oh, that's so special for that's that so person nice. that you would yeah. – yeah. Like they would really appreciate that. They oh, would. Oh, oh that's gosh. amazing. I, I love that. We try and do the same thing uh, yeah, with our community. I see that with you guys and yeah. I think – Back to kind of at the start, like when you said you choose people like who you align with and mm. who you have similar values with to work with. But it's the same for me. And I think our values are so similar and so aligned. And I can see that in like the community you've created as well. So thank you. You guys yeah, should be super proud you. of that. Thanks. We try. We've got we great try. communities. We Thanks do. to our communities. We have amazing <laughs> communities. They're both, yeah. Maybe they're both listening yeah. now. Yeah. They probably <laughs> are. There's a crossover. Yeah. Yeah. I love oh, no. That. We are we are really, really lucky. Um, how do you like choose which brands that you sort of want to work with? Um, because I, I remember watching, maybe it was a TikTok, it would have been something that you've posted, um, <laughs> where you've spoken about this and obviously yeah. you would get a lot more opportunities brought to you now that you've grown sort of a bigger following. So how do you sort of filter through and choose who you're going to work with? And Yeah, so I generally say no more than I say yes. Mm. I, I, th- I think that comes across too because you are not overly self like selling to anybody like you're not yeah you're not doing that I really try to have like organic content prioritized yeah and then I look at firstly like do my values align with the company is this a product or is this a service that I would actually use or buy or have I used or bought it in the past does this company like or um this product or whatever it is like stand for the things that like I believe in or are there things that like they've done that are problematic or that I don't want to be tied to and so I'm very very picky I've always been picky I've been picky from day one and I've also said that to my community and I think they know like when I recommend something or when I say like this is really good or I love it I genuinely mean it yeah because I'm not just going to say that for anything and I think I've learned as well it's like I'd rather keep that trust I have that trust with my community now so if I was to go and do I don't know, a brand deal. I don't want to say any brands, but, yeah. <laughs> but there are, there are, there's lots that I've turned down for lots of money and that's also like a wild thing too, but I'm like it's not worth it. It's not worth that quick buck to like lose all this trust and like lose your followers' like respect and yeah. 
I just think to myself, I'd rather do less. I'd rather put out good quality content and they'll be able to see that and, you know, they'll appreciate that more. Yeah, absolutely. We literally spoke about this on our episode that went live last week um, because it's the same from the brand perspective where, well, we're consumers ourselves, right? So we're looking at things and we're like, we don't want our relationship with the people that we work with to just be a transaction. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll pay you, you do this deliverable and that's that's, that's the end yeah. of it. Yeah. We really try and create those sort of authentic relationships and find people that genuinely love the brand, like yourself, that's, yeah. you know, and then you yeah. can see right through it, someone yeah. that loves it and someone that's just doing it as a paid It promotion. really yes. comes across that like someone like you, for example, like – you, you love the brand. I do. Like you're here on our podcast. We hope. No, you do. <laughs> you're wearing it. You wear it all the time. <laughs> like do. you wear it even when you're not creating like content for us. It, it's it's very clear that like everyone you work, that you choose to work with, you have mm. a genuine like connection to the brand. Yeah. And yeah, it's and really important for us. Yeah. And I think like the community loves that as well. And I don't know, it's more, I think especially with our relationship, like I feel like it's more of like a long-term partnership. It's not just like a once-off thing and I think yeah. I prefer that as well because like I've gotten to know you guys on a personal yeah. level I already already liked the brand but now I'm like I really like love you guys and know <laughs> you guys and feel like we're friends so we it's are. just been yeah it's been really lovely yeah that, that's the same with us though we, we said that too we were like we don't want to just when we first came into this um role at the very beginning which was a few years ago <laughs> we were kind of looking at okay let's just get lots of influencers that have big followers to promote the product. We, we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah, we had and no then, clue. We thought that's how you did it. You know, <laughs> we both came and error. teacher yeah. and working in the magistrate's court yeah. and we've come no into clue. this. <laughs> <laughs> but we've kind of learned over time that we are much prefer developing these long-term partnerships where, you know, we're, we're very proud to say that we do have relationships with everybody that we work with, whether they've got a big following, whether they've got a little following, that doesn't matter to us. Um, and then it just sort of... Yeah, it comes across with the, yeah you, your audience can see it's genuine. That it's it's genuine, genuine and you like yeah. the product and it's not just transactional. So yeah, I guess see our values are aligned. Yeah, they <laughs> are aligned. It's also fun for us because we get to make new friends. I know. Like I feel like all of our ambassadors, like majority of them, we've like met. Yes. And like yeah, have absolutely. connected with in that way, which is super cool as well. And can I say like that's a testament to you guys because. I obviously do work with brands and I feel like from like my perspective, I think you guys are so supportive of literally everything that I do. You make the effort to like say, come to breakfast or like <laughs> hype me up on something else that's like not even related to Elite 11. Of course. Like so invested in other parts and I think not every brand is also like that as well. So you should pat yourselves on the back. Thank you. The relationship goes <laughs> both ways. Yeah. No, no we, we do. We love you. We, yeah. we love working with you. Yeah. It's a pleasure. I know it is. Um, And then the other thing we saw, so we've like dived into the social media sort of world of things, but the other thing that I think why people resonate with you so much is you're very transparent with your mental health and your mental health journey. Um, And obviously you started out on TikTok just (laughs) showing your raw emotion, going through (laughs) all the motions of a break. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) Um, Can you kind of tell us or take us back to just reflect on your mental health journey for people that don't know maybe and like how you got to where you were then to where you are now and sort of things that have helped you along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like my journey with mental health probably started like as a teen, mm. but I it was a different time back then. 
Like it wasn't as spoken about as it is now and there was a lot of stigma around it. I even had my own stigma about it for myself. Yeah. And then it was in 2020 I went through something like very difficult and I was diagnosed with anxiety. That's when I started properly going to therapy and that has like changed my life for the better. Best decision I've ever, ever made. And I think – I know now looking back that I probably needed to go sooner because what I was doing in the past, whenever I may have been feeling anxious or whenever I was like in a depressive patch, I like picked really unhealthy coping patterns or really um, unhealthy things to like self-soothe because I didn't know better and I didn't know how to manage my emotions Mm. and I didn't know how to navigate that by myself. And I think obviously going to therapy now, I've been in therapy for three years yeah, crazy. Oh, my God, time flies. <laughs> I love my therapist so much. She's, like, one of my favourite people. Um, but she's taught me so much and it's, like, these life skills that I will now carry with me forever. I'm a better person because of it. Mm. I'm a better friend. I'm a better family member. Hopefully one day I'll be, like, a better partner for it. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, there needs to be something in schools to like teach people how to like deal with their emotions and have like healthy coping things to pick from or just, I don't know, I feel like obviously we've come a long way. But yeah, for me it was like going to therapy, actually getting the help and not being scared to get that help because I I waited a long time Mm. and it was because I was scared to admit that, fuck, I was struggling. And yeah, but that's the thing, like you don't have to struggle alone, whether it's chatting to your GP or your doctor or going on medication. It's like these things are actually there to help you mm. and you can get that help and it's much better to get that help than let like the voices in your head or that darkness like consume you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like it's so important the way that you vouch for like going to see a therapist because I I know it can be people can put it off and be like, oh, oh, like I can, I can deal with this on my own. Yeah. This is too much. Like some people don't even think about doing that but yeah. it's amazing how you like talk about your mental health journey in this way and like how much help you did need and how much better you are for actually going out and getting that help yeah I think it just normalizes it the yeah. more like we give it air yeah when we talk about it and I think yeah. sometimes like people be like oh how are you so happy all the time I'm like I'm not like mm. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm there always happy like when I'm going through it I'm going through it if yeah. I'm not feeling I think I'm very self-aware if I'm not feeling 100% like I don't try and hide that I just show up as I am and that's okay. Also just learning that it's all right to be or to feel like those uncomfy emotions, you know, in small batches. Yeah. But if it's like something ongoing, like that's okay. Like you can get that help and people are there to help you and there's nothing wrong with you for getting that help. It's much better to always get the help than try to fight it by yourself. I do feel like there is still a lot of stigma around, you know, going to therapy and getting help. Um, But having people like you in the space that can kind of, yeah, as P said, vouch for it and and talk about the benefits of it um, would really help other people. Like I'm sure, have you had people reach out to you and say, you've helped me, I've gone to get help? Or Yeah, and it makes oh, me so happy. Yeah. So nice. And, it, and they'll say, oh, like because of you, now I go to therapy or I had my first appointment and I'm like, no, because of you, you <laughs> did that. Like don't discredit yourself yeah. because yeah. it is a big step. It's a huge step. It takes a lot of courage to put your hand up. It takes a lot of courage to say, yeah, I do need this help and to actually go to that doctor's appointment or to actually show up to that therapy appointment. The first one's always the scariest, but it gets better. Yeah. And I think to myself now, like I'm obviously not in like an anxious state or a depressive patch or whatever, but I know now that when I 
if I do, and hopefully I don't, but when I do come into that or if I do come into that down the track, I know coping tactics now. I know what I need to do to keep my mental health in check and that's all stuff that I've learnt with a professional's help and it does take work but it's it's worth it and I think I don't feel as bad as I did then and Mm. now I know what I need to do and so there is hope and there is light at the end of the tunnel and yeah. Absolutely. And what are sort of some of those, I know not everything works for everybody so what might work for you might not work for P&I for example but for you personally what are some of the things that have sort of helped you cope with feelings of anxiety or depression? Yeah so firstly the gym. Yeah. The gym is a huge part of my life. I love it so, so much. I feel like that's maybe why I was struggling so much in 2020 because we were in lockdown and yeah, I lo- I couldn't hard. go to the gym. Ooh, and that's Bad times. Yeah, <laughs> really bad times. And people will say like, how are you so motivated to go to the gym? And I'm like, literally I'm not, I'm going so that like I'm good up here. Yeah. <laughs> and it does make me feel better. Like the endorphins you get post-workout, they're no joke legit so whether I'm at the gym or going for a walk I journal quite a bit not every single day sometimes I need to do it every single day if I'm like going through it or going through something but that just helps me get out of my head and like be very logical my community would see that as well like I have like how to how to journal or how to start I've got a YouTube episode on that if anyone wants to go (laughs) and watch it but I know that that's also not for everyone. Neither is the gym. And then just like nailing the basics. I can see whenever I've been in those states, like my sleep's been bad. My diet has been bad. Whether that's like not eating enough or like not eating enough nutritious food or not drinking enough water or going not sleeping, like all of that can really play an impact mm. and play a part as well. And so not, not, I'm not sitting here saying just those things fix my mental health. No, like it's also maybe the fact I had someone to like listen and like validate me in therapy. Yeah. But even with her doing that for me, she just taught me how to do that for myself. And so now I can validate myself. And if I'm feeling something, I know how to articulate what I'm feeling. And then I think, what do I need in this moment, Adele? And then I try to give myself what I need. Conversations with yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love important. it. Literally. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's been trial and error. And I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future will hold, but one thing's guaranteed is that life is full of surprises. There's going to be hardships. There's going to be really difficult moments. And I just always try to say, I've got a toolkit. We try to use the tools in the toolkit. We try to use the good tools or the healthy tools. <laughs> but, yeah, it's all just been kind of learning as I go and, yeah, trying to do my best. Yeah. We love that. I know. It's really, it's really, it's, really good. Yeah, you've you've obviously come a really long way. And that Thank is you. amazing to see. And I think it's also important that like even though you are in a good mental state at the moment, like how you tell your followers, like you're still going to therapy. Yeah. Like you still I have still those go. sessions. <laughs> like it's not like a quick fix, like you go to no. therapy and it's done. Like you're still ongoing. Um, yeah, I think that's really important for people to know too. Yeah, absolutely. And some people listening to this might think, oh, like my problems aren't bad enough. Yeah. Like firstly, stop dismissing yourself Mm -hmm. because I feel like even if there's nothing wrong, people could learn something from, from going to therapy. But when I'm like not in like a crisis, that's what we call it. I can go like maybe like once every four to six weeks. And that's just like really check in. Yeah. There's still stuff that like happens or come like comes up that I may want to talk about. But when I'm definitely going through it, I need to see her more frequently. And maybe that is weekly or fortnightly. So 
sometimes she's really booked out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, like I, I think I'll go forever. And in, in my therapist's words, she's said, like, I want to make you self-sufficient. I don't want you to rely on me. But I'm like, it's not. Like, I don't rely on you. I just like that. It's like having like mm. another best friend. I can't really call mm, yeah. her that because I think that's illegal. <laughs> yeah. But um, I always say if she wasn't if she wasn't my therapist, if I wasn't her client, we would be friends. Oh, <laughs> really? I think we would. Yeah. yeah, you must have a really amazing. I was going to say yeah, and I think that's super important because yeah. I've had friends that have gone to therapists and it's actually not been beneficial for them at all, but only yeah. because they haven't clicked with the right one. Yeah. Um, and then I've had other friends that have obviously gone to therapists and they've really clicked with someone and then had this sort of same relationship yeah. that you've got. How important is it to find someone that you can really talk to? Yeah, well, to? I think it is important because mm. I think that impacts your experience of it. And therapy, all it really is, is like a safe container with like you and that person. And they almost will like teach you how to then emulate that in your other relationships or understand what that looks like in other areas of your life. And so if you're not clicking with the person, I would say go and try, try and find a different one. Yeah. I tried two or three before I found who I currently go to and I just didn't click with them and I didn't feel like I could even open up. Mm. And, I mean, I say that but I really only gave them like one chance each. Yeah. And in my mind, even with my current therapist, I think it maybe took like three or four sessions before I really felt comfortable. Yeah. But – the therapist job is there to like make you feel safe, make you feel heard, not judge you, validate you, make you feel comfortable. And so if you're really not feeling it, then I would definitely recommend trying to find another one that is maybe more suited to you. Agreed. Definitely Absolutely. agreed. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So good. I know. Um, <laughs> I must say like the one thing I admire about you personally is just um, this sort of routine that you've built. Um I'm a creature of habit. You yeah. are a creature of habit. <laughs> you are. And I love it. I must – I can't lie to myself. I need to admit that I actually really struggle with consistency and building a routine routine and building habits. I find that one week I'll be, like, amazing and I'll have this incredible routine and then the next week I'm like, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are like I that. Know. Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> I go through these It's cycles. hard though. What are your, like, biggest tips – just asking for a friend, um, <laughs> building a routine or building habits over time. Yeah, so I feel like we peel it back and maybe think about why you want to build a routine first and think about if you really want a routine for you or do you want a routine because you think that's what you should have. Like mm. are you putting unnecessary pressure on yourself? Mm, I like that. Mm. Maybe. I I'm, like just, that. I'm just throwing some things out there because sometimes and I think – even adjusting to not working for somebody and now working for myself, like my routine has definitely done a bit of a like 180. Is it 180? Yeah, 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 180. Yeah, 180. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm just like there's a new routine. It doesn't look the same as my old one. I used to wake up and go to the gym at 5 a.m. like yeah. to try and squeeze in my session before I started my corporate job. I don't have to do that now. And so I'm just still adjusting to that. But really making sure that like you have the routine that works for you, having a really strong why and then starting really small. So like just picking one thing mm. and just trying to stick to that for the next month yeah. and then trying to then implement additional things into your routine. So yeah. I would say pick just one habit. Yeah. And then just watch yourself succeed this with is that. This mistake, I yeah, think. I think you, you try and do, you do too much. Yeah, I think I try and 
add in all these things. Yeah. yeah. And don't worry, I feel like we all do it. I've done it in the past yeah. where I'm like, oh, I'm going to set my alarm at 6 a.m. I'm going to drink two litres of water today <laughs> and I've got to get like all my steps in and I've got to do this, this. And, and then it's like, oh, well, fuck, there's not even enough time in the day to do that. Yeah. Like you're just setting yourself up for like And then failure. you just end up feeling worse because mm. you don't get it done and you're like, oh, why couldn't I do it? Then yeah, I too much. try again tomorrow and yeah. this is where yeah. my issue yeah. lies. <laughs> Just keep trying again tomorrow. Or then I'll be yeah. like, actually, not tomorrow. It's not a Monday. I've got to try on Monday. <laughs> oh, no, maybe then the next month. <laughs> uh, that's a vicious cycle. I know. But no, <laughs> I, really, I really do admire that because I, it can be hard, honestly. It can be hard to build a routine or, or build, like, consistent habits, but you, you've done a really good job at it, so... Thank you. Yeah. You have. I'd say my mental health does thrive in routine as well. Yeah. So maybe there's that element too where yeah. it's better for me to know what I'm doing and know what's coming so there's yeah. not so much. Maybe it's a control thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I feel like we're doing a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. 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 I know. Like, I know. Maybe I should go do a journal. <laughs> I journal think so. <laughs> session after this. This is a live therapy. I live know. Therapy that was our therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's um, so good. I have a question. Yes. So as we said before, you have great influence over Vanessa and I. So I would love to know what what you're loving right now, even though I already kind of know, but what I want to talk I more about right it. Now? Okay, bagels. I knew How, that one. Yes. Are we on the bagel train? Oh, I um, love bagels. I made my first one yesterday because yeah. I have been a little bit naughty and was ordering them on Uber Eats or from like <laughs> the bagel shop near the, my podcast studio. And so I was like, no, Adele. Let's try and be a little bit more savvy here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's make your own, set a good example. And yeah. it was really nice, but the bagel wasn't that good. So oh, I've got to find okay. a better bagel. Yeah. Apparently Costco, I'm told. Oh, Costco yeah, the Costco bagels, bagels are good. Are I've good. Okay. Yeah. Now you're influencing Yeah, they're good. <laughs> and so I'm going to go and try those. But I like to trial everything before I, like, give the recommendation. Yeah. What else have I been loving? <laughs> what else? Elite 11, obviously. <laughs> My lounge Shameless set. plug. Yeah. But I, I was going to wear it today, but I was like, maybe it's too casual. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> maybe it's too casual. Nothing's too casual <laughs> no. for you. <laughs> and then what else have I been loving? What about your hot chocolates? I hot chocolates are yeah. coming. They're coming back. Yeah. Hot chocolates yeah. are back. I'm already on my second <laughs> container because it's cold. Yeah, it's, freezing. it's freezing. I feel like, obviously, you guys, Melbourne brand, we're in Melbourne. It's cold here today. I think it's like 14. So it is freezing. And, so and all we do is season. come to work and say, oh, my God, it's so cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when it's hot in summer, all we do is say, oh, my, oh my God, God, it's, it's so hot. hot. <laughs> I don't know if it's a Melbourne thing, but I think I feel is. like our winter's cold, though. It is, it cold, is freezing. So it's not nice. Yeah, hot chocolate's keeping me warm. Mm. And then what else am I loving? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they're like they're food fixations for me at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Food fixations. So. Yep. Getting us through yeah. the cold weather. Yep. Um, well, I guess we'll just, we've got one more question to sort of wrap this up um, and then we are all done. But the question is, what is next for Adele? What have you got coming up? Yes. Like what's something exciting you can tell everybody what, that you're planning? I don't, we'll leave it to oh, you. Gosh. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot. And so I'm like, yeah. this is like a lot. Um, loaded question. <laughs> loaded question. So firstly, I'm going to Europe, which I'm very excited about. We oh, spoke about that off air. Super exciting. And oh, exciting. I am trying to embrace rest and like taking a break. And obviously I understand like travel is expensive, but I haven't been overseas since like pre-COVID. And so I'm very, very keen and looking forward to that. And then I am working on my own jewelry collaboration. So, which so exciting. In this month. And Amazing. It's kind of like the first thing I've done that's, 
like mine, which is like really scary yes, and so really scary. overwhelming, but I'm excited. <laughs> and then, yeah, I just think I'm going to try and stay warm and keep little Franklin warm <laughs> during winter and try and do as much as I can before I leave because I really want to take a break yeah. in August because that's when I'm going. And so I'm thinking already I've got to like get all this content for the podcast and like get all this stuff ready for YouTube and so I can actually take a break and try and yes try and chill need. with it. You need yeah. to just switch off in that well time that you're traveling. Break. Yeah. Yeah. As we said, it can be hard too, but I think it's really important that that you do take that time. Yeah. Also speaking of keeping Franklin warm <laughs> in winter, <laughs> it's time to bring out dog Oh my god e. clothing. E E dog yeah. clothing. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board. It has to be done. We need to do it. Like we've well, all there's got too dogs. many dog lovers here. And, and, yeah. we, don't, and we've got, we actually get people requesting it in we our do. DMs. So there's a market for it because there whenever is. I've got there Franklin is. in yeah. his jumpers, people are like, where are you buying this for? And I'm yeah. like, oh, just like from Pet Barn. <laughs> but imagine I could be like Elite 11, use oh, my code. Imagine we would have matching. Oh. Imagine the photo shoots. I was gonna say the photo shoot. Can Franklin oh. be in the photo shoot? Of course, yes. Franklin he can, can be num- our number one ambassador. He's well trained as well. Good boy. I've always goods. got the camera, so I'm always like sit and then drop, and oh, he's good. So cute. He seems very well trained in front of the camera. I feel like he's, he's not always like he's that. A paid oh. <laughs> he is at the end of the day a sausage dog, and they're so yeah. stubborn. Are oh, they? Really? They're so stubborn. And anyone listening who has a dashi, you will understand. Sometimes he knows what he needs to do, but he just won't listen to me. <laughs> naughty, naughty Franklin, yeah. cheeky boy. <laughs> but he's a bit got like Nigel. such an innocent face. He's so cute. He's We're obsessed adorable. with Franklin. Next time we should yeah. bring Franklin I was going to say, we should yeah, do we a need play date. Like, oh, we, we should. Have to. Yeah, we should we do it. Because I feel like Franklin would love both of your dogs. Yeah. He loves, he loves like the cute little fluffy oh. teddy bear dogs. He does. Yeah. Oh, they would we get need along. to actually organise that. We said this we last time mm. when we caught up. But we'll, yeah. anyway, this is something we can probably discuss. Yeah, off air. <laughs> Um, but obviously we just want to say a huge thank you for coming on yes. and being our first guest. I mean, it means the world to us that you're here. So um, we're really glad you could make it. Thank you so much for having me. No worries thank at all. You. And for if you want to just, um, for anyone listening, your Instagram, your TikTok handle, go yeah. follow Adele. What is it? Adele. It's Adele Marie everywhere. And my podcast is Your Safe Space. Perfect. Amazing. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we will see you next time. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Bye.